1: Bad girl. Hey, is
2: buggers over here.
0: <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Aaron oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief.
2: We did it. We beat those British We pastors. beat the
1: British. Second, Cornwallis.
2: 10 kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable we an adorable bunch of people.
0: Woodson from
1: the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline.
0: He's got Johnson.
1: 20, 10, 5,
2: touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome in to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio 961 FM 1450 AM. Nick Roush joining you, the Big Blue Nation, this morning. With our pal TJ Walker. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're we're um we're doing something a little different. Uh we're we're figuring things out this a.m. because uh, semi-truck caught on fire on i-65 south so our pal scooter dingus is stuck in traffic but you know what we are smart not so young individuals who know a thing or two know a way around a board and uh, scoots was happy to, to to walk us through it to get us on the air we figured it out with little hiccups um so we could deliver to you the best sports talk in all of radio land as we discuss the Cats' oh, first victory of the season.
1: Don't know which mic's it's working. That, All uh, right, we're good. We're good. We're in. Yeah. That was pretty Hey, no scoots and we got on the air? I know. I'm proud of it. I would say every producer at the Big X is on the hot seat now. <laughs> every single one of them. It was that easy, except I did mess it up. There was only like three buttons to push, and I only did two of them. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to rock out with a little grocery, you know? Yeah. Just wanted to keep it playing. Yeah. Well, you know, the cats
2: won. You got to celebrate.
1: Cats won. Had to celebrate. Happy election day to you. It is a Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. And hope you're having a great start to your morning. Yeah. You know, it's bad if Scoots is late. He's never late. Nope. We're not going to give him a hard time for this one. It's um, not like Trevor. It's yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And now this thing, what did Mike Rutherford do to these microphones?
2: And it just wrecks him.
1: This is unbelievable.
2: Uh, I don't. I don't know.
1: I mean, not good radio. But like, we have three mics and they all kind of intercross, and uh, one was just directly blocking the computer, right. and you couldn't move it. Scooch, are you here? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. Oh. Bob's got to go down to with Tom tonight for election night. Oh, uh, d- what? we're on radio.
2: Oh, I don't. I don't think she'd hear us either way. So maybe, <laughs> maybe go. Uh, oh this is very funny this is very amusing because folks we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants um there's nobody there there's nobody in that room um maybe the window was open and it came through uh that's oh great now oh no there's a ghost oh goodness gracious
1: yeah, so it's like we everybody on radio probably heard that that mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm.
2: Who's here? Oh.
1: This really is. like the, Yeah, well, so we're stumped on this, folks. Um, we, we hear somebody else talking. There's nobody else in the studio where a microphone would be that they would be talking. Uh, here I am saying that we don't need the producers and they're all in the hot seat. But the second we don't have a producer, we connect with the Matrix. And we're talking to Poltergeist. There's no other way around it, Roush, because there's nobody in that room. The door is shut. There'd be no way to hear another person. Uh, I, yeah. But yet I'm, it feels I'm, like you oh can, gosh. like, see? So what are they going to do?
2: I, are they talking to us? Because I don't know. <laughs> what are we going to do? This is very unsettling, TJ. <laughs> who, is, who is talking to us? And also, what if they say a bad word? We could be, our yeah. gooses could be cooked. Oh my, it, yeah. Oh, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling a little unsettled inside. I, I'm
1: yeah. They got their first donation.
2: <laughs> um, it, it's it maybe there's so there is a, a daycare, that's across the way. Maybe that's somehow, bleeding over that way. Um, wow. I'm I'm a little shocked. I'm a little, I'm a little thrown off here, but. You know what? We'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, we're already getting... Oh, man. We're yeah. we're figuring it out. Um, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're
1: not figuring I know. Out. People like to talk about no. themselves, you know? There's nothing more I can do. I they don't know do. what
0: the hell's going on. Did I we, don't know
2: who
1: this person is. It's... And I really hope they don't say anything inappropriate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're laughing at us. <laughs> <You> <laughs> they're laughing at said us. said
2: it's bleeding it's... over from WJIE. But nobody's here, though. Uh, Are they?
1: Uh, well... Nobody's in that. I can confirm nobody's in the producer room. That's all I know. Is there somebody in another room talking, giggling, laughing, having fun, trolling us?
2: Mm-hmm. It's yeah, oh. so creepy.
0: Oh.
1: So how are you, Mr. Person on the radio? Oh, Mrs. my Mrs. Person on the radio? Yeah. Who do we have here? Or all the other.
0: Oh, I love
1: that. Do you have a name? Yeah, that's, a, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's great for your overall well-being remembering things like that and wonderful memories and so this morning we're going to talk about your well-being and just some things roush has seemed to figure it out although i now i kind of want to talk a little bit about my well-being i was kind of getting i was now she was actually starting to speak sentences and here we go and we cut her out i think you did it what'd you do
2: uh, he said, uh, other than your old, might there's, there, there might've been something else turned up. <laughs> so it's like, well, let's hope this knob doesn't keep us on the air. So
1: who? I, I guess I can't even confirm if like our listeners could have heard that voice that Scoo- had- Scoot said he could okay. hear
2: it bleeding over, but okay. I, 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 i like legitimately had an unsettling feeling in my stomach there. That was uh. all
1: right. At least the, yeah, we can confirm that people, we're not just going crazy. Okay. Whew, all right. All right. I think we're good now. All Whatever right. you did, although you didn't, did you do anything?
2: Yeah, I, I, there was a knob. Okay, I looked up. Um, so turn turn the knob down. I think we're still on air. Um, man, what a, what an exciting start to the show! Thought we were being haunted by ghosts. There,
1: we can't confirm that we weren't. I mean, we're not a hunt. They were talking about their well being, our well being. Ooh,
2: election ghosts. Um, mm-hmm. the ghosts of Abe Lincoln. Could be. Mary Todd. Could be. Mary Todd from Kentucky.
1: Everybody remembers Abe Lincoln's governor's race in Kentucky election bid. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't vote it today. Roush got a cool little bracelet.
2: Man, I hate the bracelet so much.
1: Yeah, I'd rather have a sticker.
2: I mean, what? what, what... They try to give me one every year, and I'm like, I'm good. I just don't. I don't... I
1: I take it. What I've done is I've only done it for like a few elections, but like if you send me like a birthday card, there's a decent chance I will store it away. For what? No idea. Like, I mean, no clue. But, like, if you have get – like, you know, I keep little – like, if we go on a vacation and we play a round of golf, I may keep that scorecard or something like that. Again, okay. for what? Yeah. Do, is it on display or anything like that? No. Who wants right. to display a 110? <laughs> but I just, like, keep it for, like, memories. Someday maybe when I'm, like, in my 60s, I'll look back at all that stuff and be like, oh, that's cool. What I've been doing with these little bracelets, like, over the last several years, Roush, uh-huh. is I'll write, like, the date on it, who I voted for, and then I'll store it away. So one day I'll get to see all my losers. And the lady at the at the poll, she was like, I like your shirt. That's a good shirt to wear on election day. And I was like, I wear it every election day. It's just the Kentucky state motto.
2: Yeah, and they're shaking hands. And
1: they're shaking hands. And she was like, is it a lucky election shirt? And I was like, oh, my gosh, no. No, 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 no. no. My election record may somehow be worse than my gambling record, which I'm on a cold streak, Roush. So there's no other ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm cold. I don't like it. Had a horrible day yesterday. But it's not about TJ's gambling. It's about the Kentucky Wildcats, and they had a good day. They did. They had did. a good day. They got a win. We got a lot to talk about on today's show. Yep. Uh, obviously, it's going to be basketball-heavy. Opening night last night, a lot to talk about, a lot of exciting things. The top
2: five upset to open the college basketball uh-huh. season. Yeah. yeah, there was. Uh, I first need to ask, uh, as part of our morning pleasantry section, I need to ask you a very important question about elections. Sure. Why was everybody making a big deal about early voting last week?
1: A big deal in, like, what sense?
2: Look at this long line to wait for early voting. Get out early voting. I'm going to go early vote. I've never waited in line to vote. I mean, maybe a couple minutes just to, like, here's my ID, here's my thing. Just like you got
1: unlucky at your precinct being longer than, like, the one right next to it. Like that's been my experience. Like the longest I've ever had to wait was like, oh man, my precinct has six oh, people here. The one right next to it has zero, and the one right next to it has zero. Yes. Now I've got to wait five minutes tops. Yeah,
2: yeah. That that I, I've never had any trouble voting. Now I'm sure it's not universal like that, but there was people legitimately waiting out lines, standing out line of a building to vote on Thursday. It's like you could have just gone on Tuesday and it be a shorter line. I don't I don't understand the early voting. Crazy. maybe I, I don't want to be a cynic or anything and I didn't want to say anything online because I didn't want to get bullied but it's like what's what what's what's wrong like I don't even I, I get in the spirit on election be, day be, you know
1: oh I love going on election day yeah
2: like yeah. it's it makes me feel like I'm doing my civic duty we're collectively walking in it's and like, like
1: you, you are like walking next to somebody that you can just tell like I'm not voting the same way as that person but you know what we're here together we're Americans yeah. and we're letting our voices be heard I totally agree with you I, I like
2: it. I like going on the day of. So I don't, I don't understand quite the, uh, the, the early voting thing. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I get it,
1: but like the reason I wouldn't make a stink about it or push back on it is because like everybody's got their reasons. I can't vote on Tuesday because I'm working from six to nine p.m. Fair. and yep. I couldn't vote on early Saturday or on Friday. Uh, but I will say, I love that we have the options. I love that they try to make it more flexible. We. Could just also be lucky, Roush, that our precincts are well staffed with volunteers, yeah. and that you know you get some other places around town, and they don't have as many people, so the lines really add up. I, you know, I, I, I hear you. I was wondering the same stuff as well, kind of seeing that. Um, but, but you also no sound like a weirdo if you're quite like or a yeah, like, total loser, sure.
2: who's anti. But okay, then that that. But that I like al- that
1: we've got the options.
2: Okay. Yes. Exactly. More what? options, you, the better. And if
1: you go and it's super crowded, go again. Now, again, on Tuesday, today, if you haven't voted yet, you you probably just need to stick it out and make it through. But, yeah, it is vote. It is uh, election day. The nation's eyes on Kentucky, probably the biggest race in the country, the Kentucky governor's race, which is a unique spot for Kentucky politics, not usually one of the bigger races in the country. But uh, that's where we're at. Yeah. Get your um, voice to be heard. Um, Do we, do we have any early returns? Well, I, I, I don't know what the slightly up from last year.
2: I feel uh, fair to say that it's Bashir's race to lose despite being in a red state.
1: I would say it's going to be very, very close.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Going to be very, very close. I would say the incumbent, normally has a built-in advantage
2: yeah significant one but
1: but it's, like it's the wildest thing i mean it really is The breaking down this governor's race election is super super interesting because on one hand bashir won by the narrowest margin in the history of governor's races four years ago mm-hmm. against one of the most unlikable politicians this state has seen yeah uh you know maybe in the same breath of like a, a mitch mcconnell but Mitch McConnell's been elected for 50 years. <laughs> Bevin was elected for one. So right, probably right. Uh, little apples and oranges there. Um, it is a red state. And since Bashir has been elected, it's only gotten redder. Right. But he does poll as one of the most yeah. popular governors in the country. It's fascinating. It is. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it really, it really is. is just like this this blend of I think like whatever the results are Roush we could I think you could have one side be like well no doy you know if Cameron wins it'd be like well no doy everything got redder the Republican registration went up. He only mm-hmm. won by 5,000 votes against Bevan 4 years ago. We shouldn't be shocked if Cameron wins. And then on the flip side if Bashir wins, he was up 16 in polling a month ago. You know, like, he right, was right. voted as one of the more popular governors. And he won, how many counties did he win in 19? Real quick. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. He won, like, 27 counties in 19, which is a ton. Like, if you put the over-under oh, on Andy okay. Bashir, like, you may say, that's not a lot of counties. For a Democrat, that is a ton of counties. You're always going to get two. You're always going to get Jefferson. You're always going to get Fayette. And sometimes the turnout in those counties determines the entire race. But like I would set the over under on Daniel Cameron won counties today, 113, and he still may lose. Like he 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 may he may win 100. He may win more than 113 counties huh. and still lose. But he may win 113 counties and he may lose. That's crazy. He may win 117 counties and lose. Probably wouldn't do that at that rate. But it's going to be a fascinating race. I don't have, like, any ill will with Andy Bashir. Roush, you know me. I'm just a freedom guy, and he limited our freedoms. Yes, during a worldwide pandemic, and I know so many people listening are going to disagree with me, and I totally respect your opinion, and I love you as a Kentuckian and as American. But that's where I'm at in this race. I know everybody's got their own reasons of why yeah. they're going to vote. Just go vote. Go vote. We're lucky yeah. we get to do it. Um, it's something that can be taken away. R- well, and,
2: you know, there's plenty of people who disqualify Daniel Cameron for how he handled the Brianna Taylor case as mm-hmm. AG. So, like you know, people are single-issue voters totally. uh, more often than you think. Totally. Um, so, e- either way, it's a great day to exercise Be our right Be nice to, vote. to your neighbor. Very, and Get very, out and vote. Very happy that we did get off the presidential cycle though, because like having a governor that's just in the same party as the president. Just yeah, because. I don't think they've
1: been. When would, I don't think it's been that way for a while though, right?
2: Right. They, they quit doing this in the 90s. Okay. So that, That's, I was yeah.
1: wondering when they did that because I, don't, I feel like if it, you're inherently a red state, you'd want to be lined up with the presidential election. But I think they did it. But it's probably best, you know, I, right. I think standalones are fine. Yeah. This isn't necessarily standalone because there's a bunch of other races you're voting for. Probably will be a red sweep the rest of the way, I yeah, would imagine. I would think so, too. And then in Michael Adams' case... He deserves it. That dude's awesome. That's, yeah, that's yeah. like a guy mm-hmm. that is just down. Like some Republicans don't like him because he's too left. You know, <laughs> right. and, he's, and he's not. He's it's a Republican. When you know, you're good when both sides kind of hate you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but in in the you're meantime, he's job. just getting everything done. Uh, exactly. You know, making voting easier for people. Probably will be a lot of red winners today, with the exception of maybe the governor's race. That's going to be very, very close. The Cameron side, they're saying like we feel good. Just every vote's going to matter. They're, they're playing a little bit more of the undercard card where mm. the Bashir side is more, yeah, we're confident we're, win- we're going to win, but everybody's got to get out and vote to make it a reality. And that's, again, kind of what you expect from an incumbent versus somebody trying to dethrone the current governor. It's going to be fascinating, uh, and we won't. Again, I know people get worked up about it or don't want to hear about it. Uh, and, you know, maybe we'd spend more time on it, Roush, if it wasn't for opening night of college basketball last night.
2: And it was fun. It was a fun opening night of college basketball. The Cats looked better than expected.
1: Yeah, you know, I, it depends where your expectations were, I suppose. And yeah, I, I yeah. think different people yeah. may have different expectations in different in different spots, but they covered the spread very easily. They They I mean, very that, much
2: did. And I think the part that was most shocking to me, you know, I tweeted about it last night, but... Only 46 points. We almost got a palindrome with our final score. That oh, would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Would have been a good sign for yeah. the championship. Yep. Um, but 46-86, 40-point win for the Cats on opening night against New Mexico State. I know New Mexico State had to cancel their program last year. They literally <laughs> shut it down um, because of hazing, guns in the locker room. Um, yeah, it's just it was, it was a mess. Complete roster turnover there. But even so, I... I just, we had worries about this team defensively and their ability to stay in front of the opponent. Um, And not only did they, I mean, sure, they got beat a couple of times, but
1: Uh, Antonio Reeves is a horrible defender. Not to just come out swinging negative. He's a bad defender. Yeah. Man, bad defender. But Besides that, everybody else, like, I was very impressed with the quick hands. We knew that from these freshmen. Uh, Overall, yeah, great defensive performance. 13 steals. 13 steals.
2: And they turned it into 25 pass break points and 24 points off turnovers. Um, Yeah, that's pretty good. And how much fun is it, like, having Reed Shepard? People don't like—they like like Reed Shepard because he's a Kentucky kid, you Mm -hmm. know. But he's not just the white guy in the corner shooting threes. He's aggressive and turning defense into offense. He could
1: be your lead guard, and I don't think anybody would really blink at it. Right. Uh, that that was probably my biggest takeaway, Roush. And sometimes with U.K. basketball or U.K. football, when we get in here the day after a game or the Monday after a big football win, we're like kids in a candy shop. We jump around from place to place. It's tough to keep our attention on one thing. That's just this show, folks. Scooch, by the way, with me having to do a new comp- – I, I have a whole computer story that we haven't gotten to. because It's oh, wow. such a weird morning yeah. with that weird voice Sco- talking to us. I didn't even get to to tell my my computer story. Scoots, I do not have access to the text when they come in. I only have access to you sending them over. Okay. Um, so if we have our first segment texters, we'll, I won't be able to see them unless you send them over. I got you. Um That hey, being said... You
0: made it. How the heck are you, buddy? Jeez. It's good to hear that voice. I am. I'm good now that I'm here. I As you all know, I absolutely hate traffic. I hate when my morning does not start the way it's supposed to. Left my house at 6.15 Interstate was cooking until I got about 2 miles down the road and I see all these red <laughs> lights and I'm like it's not cooking much. What the heck is happening here? And I I didn't I couldn't I pulled up my ways couldn't find anything about a crash or anything. So I'm flipping around through all the radio stations and finally one of them gives a traffic report says a semi caught on fire and all lanes of 65 south are closed. And I'm already in a spot where If you know Clarksville at all, I'm already past Veterans Lane, so I can't get off on Veterans Lane. So I really have no choice but to wait until Lewis and Clark, try to merge all the way over. I was all the way in the left lane. I had to get all the way in the right lane and get off on Lewis and Clark and get back on the highway. But what a freaking mess. So is that what you did? That's what I did, yeah. And I, I was smart, so everybody was waiting in the line on Lewis and Clark to go straight to get back on the highway. But nobody was in the right turn lane. So I went in the right turn lane, got on Lewis and Clark, pulled me a U.E., and I got on the highway real quick. So hopefully a few other people saw me do that and get that idea.
1: Roush, you're in standstill traffic. You're like Scoots. You can't really figure out what's going on, how long it's going to be. What do you do? There's two types of people. There's the waiters, and they bring you your food after you order. And then, no, there's waiters in traffic. You just stay where you are. You don't move. I'm going to wait it out. This is where this telling me to go straight. I'm going to go straight. I'm not leaving. And then there's, I don't care if this is significantly longer. My car needs to be moving. I feel better when I'm my, moving, even if it's actually I'm going out of my way to make it longer. Which one are you?
2: I'm uh, keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving. guys. Gotcha. Yeah, like, yeah, I will
1: sometimes, I'll end up getting to my destination and be like, you know, if I probably just would have waited, probably would have been quicker. Yeah. But I just the, had to get, like, I can't just sit there. Because what if I'm there for six hours?
2: Well, in part of mine is just like you you try to do the risk-reward. You try to look at the map and say like, oh, well, it actually doesn't look like it's going to be that long. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst, the only regrettable mistake I've had in this department as of late, because um, one time it didn't look like it was going to be that long. I was glad we got off because they just shut a bridge completely down for an inspection. So, like, we would have been there until the inspection was over. Like, it was just we were being been cooked. But uh, on the road trip to Georgia. Um,
1: I hate that drive to Athens so badly. Peak had
2: the uh, the GPS on. <sighs> and we were coming up because you can go 25E through the mountains or, and, and bypass Knoxville, which I like to take. But, uh, you know, we're, we're actually getting ready to pass the exit. He's like, oh, crap, do I need to get off here? I was like, oh, you'll be fine. We'll just go through Knoxville. Didn't think anything of it. And oh, it, no. Yeah, and it was uh, – Probably a forty-five minute backup that costs us instead of just going the other way, which is a like a no. It's not. I mean, it's maybe ten minutes faster if you just go not like it's not a hugely significant difference. Other than you start and stop while you're going instead of just staying on the highway, right? Like mm-hmm. you're you're going through Barberville, Middlesboro, whole whole nine yards. It, so that one was a very regrettable one. But for the most part, um, I, I do think you can if it's a if it's a quick little backup. It's like all right, I'm fine. But I, I will always choose the let's keep it moving. Because um, Scoots, nothing's worse than just being helpless and sitting
0: there. Oh, it's terrible. Especially when, I mean, luckily I was able to talk TJ through how to get y'all on. But, yeah. You did a great job, Scoot. You did a great job. Well, I messed up. Didn't bring the Inco, inco down. By the way, all the texts I've just sent were all first segment texts. All right.
1: Well, let's read some bunch, of them. bunch of them. We appreciate those that wake up early with us, and this is how we show our appreciation. John here. Good morning, everyone. I'm up and outstanding in line to vote. By gosh, I love our basketball cats. The guard are pesky, and we've got some guys that can flat-out dunk. I know Reed's family history is rooted in Kentucky, and regardless of that, you can tell he always is meant to be a wildcat. Now, with what happened with you guys this morning, I think the news station may be haunted, as with what you guys are going through. Well, got to go talk to you tomorrow. So... That was just cross-interference scoots, you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. How does that – that was weird. Do you think they were hearing us? I doubt it. They'd have to have something up on their pod. It'd be hilarious on, like, a super Christian station. It's just us on Woman's Weight Wednesday. (laughs) Good morning, guys. I'm with TJ on the governor's race. Kentucky had a great game last night. I'm a bit surprised by the arrow being out with a headache. Go Cats. Yeah, so – Text line always brings up stuff. We have that written down to talk about. That was, if you're looking for something weird, weird. which yeah. UK but basketball, you never have to look too far. Aduthiero leaves the game with 12 minutes left in the half with a headache. He's day-to-day. I I, I mean, I guess, again, I say this frequently, we're all just day-to-day mm-hmm. with, with anything, That's with true. life. Yep. We're all just day-to-day. That being said... What, what kind of headache is like a day-to-day headache?
2: Well, the, I think that's just Cal just says day-to-day. That's like uh, me saying like as a filler word <laughs> or Stoop saying, I mean, or, you know. When somebody
1: asks how you're doing, good. Yeah. How's it do with the arrow? Day-to-day. Yeah. It's yeah. day-to-day. Yeah. Was he on the sideline with a towel over his head or
2: anything? I didn't... Yeah, where, where are our sleuths? Our... Because... <laughs> Gotta be careful with that. I also... You know, adrenaline usually does a good job of keeping away any sort of ailment like that, unless it's a migraine. You know, migraines happen. They suck. I get them sometimes. No, other the words. Migraines are brutal. Yeah. So,
1: maybe that happened. So, was it twelve thirty-five in the first or second half? Just in the game? It was in the second half. Okay. He played 20 minutes, but it was at, after 12 minutes you didn't see him on the court again, and cats kept their, as Cal will so often do, kept their starters in a long time. Which I I guess maybe you can understand it in game one, but you know if Kentucky's like twelve and we and we're playing a garbage team like Louisville, you know get the get the yeah. scrubs. Oh out yeah, there, yeah. yeah. But we, bring we, Canada get some. We don't need we don't need out. any dumb injuries, but yeah, the Adu the Arrow situation was kind of weird. Um, I don't. I, I guess if we don't see him Friday, we can we can get really weird with it. Mm. If but let's just hope we see him Friday and that's that, right? Like that will be the extent of the Adu the Arrow mystery headache I'd love it also if it just turns out like Cal has just been totally completely honest with all injuries his entire <laughs> career it has just like been bad luck like a really just did go to him on the sidelines like coach I got a terrible headache I don't think I want to go back in there
2: I was amused though that Tom Hart just kind of spilled more beans on Big Z about his status than had been discussed at all this year uh, he said that let me pull up the exact quote um it's right here. Here we go. Um, Zvonimir Iversich missed four days of practice due to illness. Cal said he left the arena Thursday with food poisoning. Also, when he first arrived in Leicester, he missed two days of practice because of swelling in his knee. So he's just a little, it's a little acclimation. Yeah, period. I
1: guess what Cal would spin that as is like I, I said that his body couldn't keep up when he first got here. You know. Yeah. Like, no. 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 And that's what. Like but that is more specific than anything we've heard. It's more specific and it checks
2: out completely. It's just it's not just cramps.
1: And and secondly yeah. guys, like I I don't think he's going to be that good. At, yeah, le- at yeah. least not day one. At least not year one. Like could next year could he be your kind of featured five? I don't know if I'd want to roll the dice with that, but I'd like having some to Cyril next to him, where it's like at least you got some aggressiveness. Uh, but torn, point yeah. point being, I, I Bradshaw and probably you got the bigger pieces that you need this season. Although that being said, we all want to be healthy. Jeff Goodman actually doing something worthwhile on social media yesterday. Tweeted out every conference's injury reports. Shockingly, Kentucky and the SEC longest injury report. Uh, Roush, if you could believe it, a lot of teams, probably the majority of teams. No injuries to start the year. They're uh, good to go. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, it would. You know. Not for us though. Another texter says, ha, that was creepy for a second. That's from Shannon O'Bannon. That was the weird thing too. It's like she was responding to us, but wouldn't respond back to us once we
0: acknowledged her. It was like we'd say something and she'd be like, huh, well, that's pretty funny. She wasn't talking to you all. So her and Jim across the across the hall, they do like a talk show in the morning on WJIE. So, yeah, it was her talking to him. I don't know why you couldn't hear him, could only hear her. Maybe it has something to do with she comes in remote. I don't know. But it was, that, that's the thing though, it was kind of like syncing up with our show. <laughs> just like we would hit a pause
1: <laughs> and she'd be like, well, yeah, it is the governor's race. I was <laughs> like, well, that didn't make sense, lady. But I like to think it's a ghost. People can't convince me otherwise. Love your all special guests this morning. Money line is always going to be the play against Louisville in these early games. They are bound to slip up once or twice since they're horrible. Teasing the line down to plus four for UMBC got me some good odds for a nice parlay payday yesterday. Oh, wow. Betting against UofL is the definition of laughing all the way to the bank. Asked the ghoul if I should take the over or the under on Thursday Night Football. Any concerns that DJ Wagner may shoot us out of games? No. Uh, All the freshmen could, potentially. This is uh, Roush, to me, this is kind of a classic Calipari three-point shooting team I think they're probably going to shoot more of them but they're going to have off nights that are going to cost UK games and then like I mentioned I I bring up the UK ETSU first round game in 2010 you also have games where it's just like they're clicking and they just beat the absolute snot out of here
2: is me not learning my lesson but saying that surely not all of them will go cold at once but that's kind of the thought though is that if DJ's not having a greatest shooting night, then you'll get some three point production from Antonio Reeves and uh, maybe Trey Mitchell.
1: I think right? last like, did, night. Did Mitchell
2: hit a three last night?
1: Did Trey Mitchell hit I don't a three think so. last night? You know, over three took, yeah. took him, but didn't make them. Right, that's and, what I
2: mean. Like I, I think somebody's going to find some three pointers there. I mean, nine of twenty nine is not great, but it's not terrible.
1: You can, I think that's get used to like this. Yeah, get used to last night. That's probably going to be pretty much the norm. They'll have a couple games where they hit like fifteen ish. And there'll probably be a few where it's closer to five, and they're just they're just not dropping. But they
2: shot almost fifty percent from the field because it was when they weren't shooting threes, they're shooting a lot of layups.
1: And that's the thing—you're going to get more threes when you get to the rim. In New Mexico, I was a little surprised the over didn't hit that was part of my terrible gambling night. I know yesterday. New Mexico
2: State just didn't make shots. Well, though, I was surprised
1: time. that they like, and maybe it was because at halftime, you know, it was an eight-point game, but they had very much a. We're grinding this thing down. We're limiting possessions, and we're going to try to win. This wasn't a New Mexico state, let's just, it's game one. Let's see what we're working with here. We're going up against Kentucky. Let's run our stuff and just know that we're going to get beat. This was a let's not run our stuff. Let's try to limit possessions. Let's pack it inside. Give them outside shots versus layups, and hold on for dear life to that ball and deep into the shot clock. And it didn't make for the over, unfortunately. No. Nope, but once nah. the dam broke for New Mexico State, it broke in a big way. Kentucky ended the game, what, on a 17-0 run, I
0: believe? 21-2,
2: yeah. yeah T- 17-0, TJ, I yeah. will tell you 49
0: that. 49-17 second half scoreboard. Wow. I will tell you that despite your bad gambling night, that over 17 and a half for DJ Wagner, points, rebounds, assist, it caused great excitement in my house last night. Oh, man. I, I DJ bet DJ Wagner 3. It, I, I bet it. Gil bet it. We did like a high-five, fist-bump type deal when he finally got to 17.5 because for the longest time it didn't look like it was going to happen. Uh-huh. So, thanks for that. Well, I did go 4 of 6 on my player props. That was the only
1: good thing I did yesterday. I got 4 out of 6 right. Trey Mitchell I had over 12.5 points, but he finished with 9. He was right there. Did you all join me on the rebounds? Uh, I did not. Oh, you, were, you got that one, though. I did, yeah. Yeah, and – uh We told you that it'd be close. It was close. It was close. It was very close. But, yeah, Trey Mitchell's over, under, rebound, seven and a half. He finished with not. We've got a lot more to talk about with this game. Keep the text coming on the Thornton's text line. Stop by Thornton's to get your Tuesday election day started off right. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Justin Kalen, Nick Roush. I'm TJ Wall. This diamond's biggest and last sale of the year is here this weekend. It's an extraordinary
2: Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
0: ah The best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Oh. Oh. oh.
2: Shout out to our friends who reached out to us on the Thornton text Slot 502-414-1450. Start your day by fueling up at Thornton's. Download all the refreshing rewards app before you go. Save a little time, save a little money. Nick Rouse, TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, here with you on Kentucky Roll Call. Scoots, I tried a new menu item at Thornton's yesterday. Oh, oh tell oh. me more. They have a French toast sandwich. Oh. I know you don't like the sweet. Yeah. I know that's not right up your alley. But it was a fun change of pace, TJ. A little French toast patty-looking things. They even looked like the French toast. Do you sounds remember fun. French toast crunch, the cereal?
1: Uh, do I remember? Oh, yeah. It,
2: oh, yeah. So it was shaped like the little bread, and then you had, like, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese on it. It was it was very tasty, a delightful delightful change of pace. And that it's sounds, at Thornton's.
1: Yeah, and you can get yours today. Thornton's is all over. Changing the narrative on gas station food. It's basically... Uh, High-level cuisine at yeah. Thornton's. Check them out today. Dude. Download that app. Become a Refreshing Rewards member. L Undefeated? Oh, almost not, though. Should have
2: not been. Oh, probably. my gosh.
1: I was... I'm... I wish I would have been like I wish I would have been filmed um just so you all could see what I was talking about. I was like standing on my feet, like running towards the TV on those final couple possessions cuz they
2: were so chaotic.
1: It was a wild wild sequence. It needs to be synced up to Yakety Sax. <dancing> <noise> <laughs> yeah, That's not oh, yeah. that top 10 music. It was wild. Uh, Scoots did you watch it?
0: I did. Yeah, it was a mess. And but
1: and but they won. They did. I I, I, mean, I think somehow U of L fans are almost like more disappointed in the win. Just like they're really not, obviously, being 1 0 is being 1 0. But just with the way it all unfolded and feeling like you cheated your way out of a win against UMBC on opening night in front of maybe 5,000 people, that wasn't good. I mean, they gave up
2: 93 points to UMBC.
1: They gave up 93 points to UMBC. It's so bad. After a four-win season, you need to come out hot. Yeah, you've already lost to Kentucky Wesleyan, and that's not ideal. But what do you do? You get a win, but you give up ninety-three points to one of the worst teams in college basketball. Uh, and UMBC, like, they're—I mean—at least Kim Palm and all the stats have them. They as shot like 50, one of the worst teams in college basketball. UMBC
2: shot fifty-one percent from the field.
1: Now now, you gotta win that game.
2: Uh, they, they made eleven of twenty-one threes. Uh, but I think what's even more remarkable. Is that the they got? I just I just couldn't believe how when the game was on the line, UMBC was still getting wide open looks. They just were missing them, you know. And a lot of it, a lot of their points, a little of those points on you know, the stretch too, came at the free throw line. You know, I mean, they were just a wild night. They were getting round. kind of bailed it was just out. A wild freaking night.
1: Uval uh, goes from being down eight in the second half, late in the second half. To Roush, they're up five with, like, a minute 20 left. Yeah. And, and UMBC still up. tied it. Yeah. You know, they still tied it with a chance to win and uh, weren't able to do it, unfortunately.
2: Trey White, uh, the, the, the refs just were letting him play there at the end. Uh, it was a little bit, because UMBC got the rebound and then White just kind of ripped it away from him and that was where the, the dunk came. And I, then UMBC got fouled, had a 51% free throw shooter at the line. Made his first, missed his second, and then they even got the offensive rebound. They got, but couldn't get a good looking shot up after that.
1: Well, they just fumbled the ball. They just couldn't get a good hand on it once he got the rebound. But you're you're leaving some things out here. Trey White, he drives with nowhere really to go. I mean, it's a bad drive, all things considered, Um, falling like out of bounds, and then literally like stabbed a guy, no foul call, Mm -hmm. and the worst like game winning assist you're ever gonna see, but it still was a game winning assist. Yep. Leads to a dunk. UMBC frantically coming down to the other end. A guy gets caught the UMBC player gets fouled despite having two feet in the sixth row of the stands. Oh, I mean he was just he was so all out the of way bounds. Out of bounds and the rest didn't call it. It should have been out of bounds and should have been U ball. And so instead they call a foul on U Roush is right. The guy goes, shoots a free throw, 51% free throw shooter, drills it and then the second one looks good. Toilet bowls, always exciting on the yeah, toilet bowl. Yeah, you're right Comes about out that. and you're like, all right, well that's probably they got the rebound. One more shot, they could put, put it up, and they, they just couldn't get a, get a they hand couldn't on get a it, a shot yeah. off. But it was an absolutely electric finish. Kent Taylor the- was just losing
2: his mind. Uh, also, did they have the? Did they have the crowd turned up? Because it sounded like there was a lot of people in there, and I there couldn't have been a lot of people in there. You could see empty
1: seats. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just heard every time. That UMBC made a shot, at their bench, I guess, or like their fans were like doing some like boo, ha boo, boo. Like they were doing some like unison, very loud. That's the only thing I heard. And they scored a lot of points. So you heard a lot of it. But
2: uh, Kent Taylor and Jody Dimling just losing their minds on the guy stepping out of bounds. Yeah, yeah. How is that? We review so many things, but that's that's not something they wanted to
1: go take a look at. U of L shot 39 free throws. That's
2: needed, a lot of free throws.
1: Needed all the made 24. And uh, only two of fourteen from deep. But
2: I do think our strategy that we discussed yesterday, Scoots, is is the move. It's just money line fade U of L until uh, you know you you'll, you'll probably get some returns. Kentucky Wesleyan they opened their season last night at Western and lost by twenty six.
1: They did. You know it's more interesting than Kentucky Wesleyan, the team that beat U getting absolutely pummeled by Western Kentucky. You know it's more interesting than than that what's, in its own right. What's that? Dante Allen stinks.
2: Oh, yeah. He's just not good.
1: <laughs> I'm not laughing to like be mean at him, but like, boy, did we have a bunch of controversy and stupid arguments about a dude who, against Kentucky Wesleyan last night, played 16 minutes and was one of six from the field, one of five from deep. The yeah, three-point he, shooter that has a tough time making threes.
2: Yeah, that's his only discernible skill set. Um, I, I had a friend who coached against him. And when he was in high school and it's just like, when you play where he played, it's so hard to tell if he was good. He, he can think his lucky stars. He had a very good junior year circuit. Well, Was it on Adidas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he had a, he had a very good summer where he was hot um, and he's taller. You know, some of it but yeah, he's he's not very good.
0: Is Christian Lander still on
1: WKU too? He is. He's, I noticed that name in the box score as well. He played 21 minutes, 10 points, five rebounds, three assists. He actually did okay. Good for him. Yeah. But it, it said he was coming off the bench. Dante Allen, um, again, I'm not trying to crush the guy. I just did notice that his numbers were bad because I did want to see what Kentucky Wesleyan was going to do against WKU. He shot 38% from three last year, 19% and 22. Uh, that was bad. The 19% and 22 is not a good. Yeah. yeah. It's not good.
2: The Dante Allen saga was just like a – it was just a mess. But I wish
1: them the best at Western. I hope Western does well. They're 1-0 on the season. Scoots' Indiana Hoosiers play tonight. Woo!
2: You nervous? No. Not at all? Michigan State lost to JMU.
1: Yeah, you're playing the, Florida Gulf Coast. Yeah. The line keeps coming down. Dunk
0: City. It's actually at 12-and-a-half. What do you see it at? Twelve and
1: a half? Yeah, I saw it at 12. Yeah, 12, so maybe it's going up a half point. Big I mean,
0: I don't understand. Indiana should beat Florida Gulf Coast by 20. Uh, then put your money where your mouth is. I already did, big boy. Oh. I already did. Oh.
1: Two ranked games tonight. Creighton takes on Florida A&M. They're 33 and a half point favorites. Take Creighton,
0: too, for what it's worth.
1: 33 and a half point favorites? Yeah. And then Baylor-Auburn, good game. Who that nine That should be fun. Baylor, Not, one and a half point favorite uh, there. I like Auburn, but maybe I have a little why SEC couldn't bias we, there.
2: Why couldn't we play that at a normal hour?
1: Uh well, you know. I, I don't know. Like last
2: night, eight to ten, that's it feels about like my limit.
1: Did you all watch any of the Monday night game? Very
2: uh, little. So I turned on some of Peyton and Eli for the second half after the UK game ended. Watching the Mannings watch the Jets is <laughs> I mean, it's just all-time comedy. The disgusting looks on their faces. Uh, oh, I yeah, mean,
1: Peyton hates Zach Wilson. Oh my god, with so, a burning passion. I forgot about that. I would have probably actually done the same had I remembered how much <laughs> they hate Zach Wilson.
2: And the the part of it that you know it's bad when even Eli is like giving him hell because Eli is the he he tends to be a little bit nicer about it, but when he gives his criticism, it's backhanded, right? So. It's third and seven, and the, what's nice about when they're on is they just talk about football and like, all right, well, you're in man. This is what you do here. Uh-huh. Here's how you recognize it. Like, it's a very entertaining watch. And they're like, in man here, this is a good time to go to Garrett Wilson. So uh, what does he do? He throws it up to the tight end who's being guarded by Derwin James, and he was like, yeah, Derwin James on the tight end, uh, not a good matchup. No. Maybe he'd throw it to somebody else. But they got a P- he's like, well, at least they got a pi out of it.
1: <laughs> that, that's actually like one of the few plays I actually watched from that uh, Monday Night Football game, and it it uh, <laughs> it was so funny. Like that pass wasn't getting completed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not at all. And then it just it was so great because that I mean I only watched like two Jets possessions with them on, and just the disgust. I mean they get it down to third and two. And then they've got to take a timeout. And Peyton's just like, get the play, snap the ball, snap the ball. And they just call a timeout. And he's, he's got a football in his hand. And he's just smacking it, gritting his teeth. And then they come back out there, get a false start. And he's like, oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. And then sack. And it, it was just, oh, man, to watch them have to sit through uh, Zach Wilson, New York Jets football game. Oh, man. Whew. Something else. Something else.
1: And uh, not a good game for old Packer Alan Lazard.
2: No, he uh, not not great, Bob. No,
1: not good. Not good. Uh, Randall Cobb also, you know, just hasn't been great for the Jets, although he hasn't been all that great for, for a while. A few years. Yeah. Yeah, so, He's old. Uh, get your text into the Thornton's text line, 5024141450. Scoots, how big of a deal is it the Michigan State loss?
0: Um, I think it's just more confusing than anything else. I actually watched a pretty good chunk of that game last night, and I just, I didn't understand what was going on. JMU was just, they were just playing harder. It's like watching a UofL game, and the opponent is always going to play harder than UofL. That's what happened to Michigan State last night. So, if they don't start to play like they want to be there, then it could be pretty gnarly, but I think they'll be all right.
1: UK lost to Evansville with That's the Tyrese maxey emmanuel quickly team. That team turned out to be just fine and was a legitimate title contending team when it was all said and done. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is a big deal. It seems like Izzo will pick up a head-scratching loss or two mm-hmm. early in the year. That being said, I do think we know this because we talk about it every day at Kentucky. UK hasn't really been up to its standards. Michigan State really hasn't been up to its standards. Tom Izzo's got a weird resume when you break break it down. I mean, the guy's only got one championship, which I understand that Cal only has one championship as well. No, Scoots, he only has one. Michigan
0: State? Oh, I get you.
1: Scoots (laughs) was holding up the two for we've got two minutes till our break. And then you know, went to the final four. Like he'll he'll go to the final four when you don't expect him. But when, but when you he are, has it, expectations, uh-huh. he's bad. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Uh, Denzel Valentine team, probably his best team, was his first round. You all fans
1: remember year. the Draymond Green team. Yeah. Finally. Another team that had high expectations. Didn't make it as deep as as people were anticipating. This computer is just ticking me off. You know, what happened. I spent so much time yesterday, Roush, with Apple or at the Apple store for them trying to fix my computer, only for after hours, no joke, hours for them to be like, sorry, and what you need, we can't do here because your computer's too old. Get the hell out of our store. Ugh. Oh, such a waste of time, Scoots. Colossal waste of time. So I think I'm going to do what Roush said. I think If you see a good Black Friday deal for an Apple or for a Mac laptop, let a TJ know. Yeah, hook a brother up. Because this backup computer, it's nice to have it. It'll get me through a pinch. It's just so user unfriendly.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I hate being like
1: Windows at the Apple to be, you know, an Apple can't not yeah. say the word couldn't think of a better one in the you, short time. You don't want to be
2: beholden to Apple.
1: There you go. Yeah. But they do just it's just so the familiarity of it all. Tough to tough to wean yourself off of. Yeah. All right. Hour 1 done. We got a whole another hour. Keep the text coming in on the Thornton's text line 502-414-1450. Kentucky's undefeated and Mark Soup spoke with the media yesterday. Woo-hoo. We'll talk about both things in hour number 2. Both of them. Goodbye.
0: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no Bentley.
2: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
2: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro.
1: Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 Roll FM, 1450 cow. AM. I've got my Shady Rays, Green Wolf sunglasses on my head.
2: Oh, those are sharp. I need to
1: get the little wipes that they little
0: come with. Yeah. I that mean, must mean you're trying to play golf today.
1: I am. I would love to play golf today. I would think of nothing better. Uh, got to take the work when I can get it, those Scoots, but... Uh, I think there's a chance I could. I don't think it's impossible. So beautiful day for it. I mean, what is up with this weather, folks? It's awesome.
0: great.
2: We're gonna be eighty tomorrow.
0: Scoots, yeah. you, you should get out to the golf course.
1: Scoots, get on out to the golf I'm course. I'm gonna try to
0: go out today. I just need T J to not reject me.
1: Why doesn't Roush come play too?
0: Roush, you wanna play? Uh I'm busy.
2: You're
1: not busy. I'm busy. You're not busy. Nothing's nothing's worth blogging about today.
2: <laughs> All's
1: quiet on the Western blog.
2: Is yeah, not, it's not like there's a little team called Alabama coming to town or anything like that.
1: Yeah, we, I mean. I mean,
0: you got all morning and night.
1: All morning and night.
2: Yeah, I got. You I just got
0: to take four hours out of your day. Be, no problem.
1: This could be the round of your life if you get out there.
2: Only four hours out of my day. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's also, that might be doable, too, if I didn't have the wife and kids He's today. He's in. He's <laughs> in. But if they weren't also. I well, did take That sounds a,
1: like the easier to do it if they're home. Boom, child care.
2: Yeah, not how it works. I did take Duke, so it was really nice on Sunday. We are like, hey, maybe, Duke, you let's go try to play Frisbee golf. We'll go to the Frisbee golf course. And, yeah, this will be a great time. And you know what? Mom and Frank, you all can come too. Mom, you can push him in the stroller. He'll be fine. Uh, Frank just was like, if you put me in the stroller, I will murder you. He just, he's, he's being a little menace right now. Wow. So, um, So we only did three Frisbee golf holes, but Duke really, really liked it.
1: Cool. Yeah, he Good. really, he really He's probably better it. than I am at frisbee golf. <laughs> it was fun. I hadn't played in a while. Well, did you wear your Shady Rays? I did. Did you go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code Big X?
2: Right. That's how you get forty percent off and also the replacement pair promise. So if you break them or lose them or whatever it might be, they'll get them back to you for just a small processing fee. But a boom, bada a bam.
1: We love Shady Rays. You will as well. A company started right here in Kentucky. The best polarized sunglasses for any and each occasion. You have got to check out their website. It is. Awesome and easy to navigate, and you just don't really think of all the different things you may need sunglasses for, or Blu-ray glasses, or all the different shades they have. At ShadyRays.com, dot com, promo code Big X save you forty percent off at checkout. Text on into the Thornton text Line 1450. Uh what? Roush does KSR need five people at the New Mexico State game on a Monday night? I think you all made up three percent of the overall attendance at Rupp Arena. Well, I
2: come to think of it. I get- we probably even had more. Was Polichak there? Too? He was there. And we had Tim, Jack, Zach, Zach, Drew, Steve. I mean, Drew. Drew should have just taken that one off. this is the first game, though. But part of it is Jacob does some, like, he doesn't have anything to do with what's on KSR. Um, like, I mean, it's just none of his stuff is on Kentucky Sports Radio. You can go to KSR. plus um, plus plus, But. Usually we have three people working a game and then Steven shooting video. Mm-hmm. So maybe Drew should have been like, hey, Tyler, why don't you do the game tonight? And let me take off. But yeah. he, Because he, he also did he did the radio show yesterday. He did the football podcast. He did the pregame show. He did the postgame show. Uh, busy boy. And then he's doing the radio show
1: today. Must have really wanted out of the house. <laughs> no, that's uh, good coverage for opening night. Yeah. folks that on three All hands on deck yeah no no kidding uh but I, you know i i like steve steven yeah stevie it, let's quit with the oh my gosh the nosebleeds of are up arena are empty for a bad opponent
2: yeah that's it, just and, it and is not what because it is i'm like
1: trying to cover for uk it's just that has been going on for 10 years this is nothing new this is nothing new post pandemic this is nothing new since the like Maybe national championship s- year after that
2: yeah, I mean even the thirty eight and one team, it wasn't sold out packed to the Rafters. But
1: like not he, every game, although it was probably more you know, so yeah, because there probably, was more on the line. But, more so, yeah. But yeah, I mean just people
2: uh, like college basketball game regular season, it's just it's gonna be poorly attended from like th- th- that's not changing. It, it's there's just nothing the, that's going to do to change that. It was that. an eight
1: o'clock game. It was a Monday night.
2: Yeah. Even if Kentucky gets a new like, let's say it's the brand new debut of a new coach. You might get a first game pop, but then it goes right back to this. Because people just don't – it's it's college basketball regular season.
1: I, I just – I don't take it as, like, an indictment on the excitement level of UK fans on the season. No. the And you could get in the door, by the way, last night for $7. Like, yeah. but like, If you've been saying, like, I want to go to UK games. They're too expensive. The tickets are too hard to get to. No, you. no, no. They're not, not. That's no
2: longer the case. And well, just look. Well, that was a problem we had in our childhood where, like, everybody would go. But also – um. Not every game was on TV. Nope. Yeah. So like not that,
1: Every single one is streaming somewhere. Yeah. Easily accessible. You can
2: find it, and I mean, I had the same thing. My dad just ate his two tickets because he had too much going on. Because it is uh you know, that's uh if you're in Louisville, that's a good five hour commitment, give or take. Yeah. Driving like, up there. Three. Up there. Yeah. New Mexico State. Right. A team that quit its season last year. Had yeah, they, to cancel. They had it. a lot going on. Yeah.
1: We mentioned. Dante Allen, we weren't trying to necessarily single him out. I'll mention some other cats, former Jamaral cats. mentioned Baker.
2: What, what did he do? Is he still playing? Yeah. He's still playing basketball at 25.
1: I included – I made my final four predictions. We just ran. Like, I was actually thinking yesterday how excited I was oh, that there was college basketball Jamaral's on on
2: New Mexico, not New Mexico State.
1: I knew he wasn't He wasn't in the game last night. That he would had, have been a big to-do. He had five points. So he's with uh, Batino, right? Isn't yeah. is he at New Mexico?
2: Five points uh, against Texas Southern. Name one. Good.
1: Good for you, Jamaral. I did my Final Four predictions on, on Twitter yesterday and just did uh, like a funny picture for each of my picks. And for Arizona, who I do think goes to the Final Four, I use Jamarl He's my favorite Arizona Wildcat of all time to ever play. Uh. Some other cats, Keon Brooks, they took on Bellerman last night. Did you listen to any Spears,
0: Scoots? Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. You know, I actually texted him last night, and I was like, hey – What channel y'all on? And he told me, and I was like, what time you tip off? And he just responded, way past your bedtime, 1130. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I won't be listening. Have a good call.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You think he's up listening to us? Heck no. Keep in mind, it's
0: 5 a.m. there.
1: they, they, They hung tough for a bit, ended up getting blown out. Keon Brooks, 22 points, three rebounds, two assists. Bryce Hopkins for Providence. They played Columbia. He had 14 points, 10 rebounds. Nice little casual double-double for him. Both him and Keon Brooks both hit two threes. C.J. Frederick playing for Cincinnati. People forget that. He hit three threes. He had 11 points against UIC. And Damian Collins played 16 minutes. Was perfect from the field. Three of three, including a three-pointer for him as well. 11 points, three rebounds. And Lance Ware up at Villanova, only getting 14 minutes. He was perfect from the field as well. Mm. Two points, two nice. rebounds, one assist. Severe Wheeler is injured, if you could believe that for Washington, and they're not sure if they'll have him back for game two. But they're not expecting it to be anything too severe. Text on into the Wheeler. Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We can get to some texts. Uh, so did you send over last night's or?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've sent them all. Just start at the X after John's. Okay, nice, nice. We'll get to those texts.
1: I think one texter says, they won't bring up Levis if we go to the Mayo Bowl. (laughs) Stop saying they will, everybody. They won't. It won't be mentioned. (laughs) (sighs) Pre-game texts, have a feeling this one will be closer than we want it to tonight. You were right for maybe a half. And even then, what, it was like 23 points, 22 points before UK just kind of boomed them there at the end. So I don't know. It's just where your expectations were, but there's no denying a 40-point win doesn't look good at the end of the at the end of the evening. Whole new roster, in New Mexico State. So probability numbers and spreads probably aren't as accurate of a reflection. They have size and a decent D1 transfers. If their bigs are good, it could be tough for us. Yeah, they have a really good shot blocker, and he was causing some issues early on in the game, Roush. But then he got in a little foul trouble, and then ended up not really not being a factor when it was all said and done. They were, the the reason – I didn't think UK was going to win by 40. I thought they, they were going to win. I didn't think it was going to be f- by 40. Yep. I will uh, – but I, I did like that matchup. They were a tough team to scout just because you couldn't really get film on them playing together as a team. And then they had some nice pieces from other places coming in, and you weren't exactly sure how it was all going to look. But, uh, no, it, it was – it was a blow. I mean, it was a cupcake opponent. That's what you wanted to do. You wanted to blow them out. But I think Kentucky learned some stuff. And there's a lot to be excited about as well.
2: Yeah, I...
1: Only six turnovers for UK in opening night. I think
2: what I really like too, TJ, is that... uh, 17 assists. I need to... Let me just confirm this real quick. So, So, the first half, there was some annoying moments giving up offensive rebounds. Whatever Cal said at halftime, they... Like, a lot of that was just, it's the first game they got too over aggressive because they only gave up one in the second half. But that that was Pretty like, impressive. you know what I mean? Like, that's that's one of those things where I know that teams are going to get better, but the fact that they got in the flow of the game and adjusted accordingly was positive. Same thing with him finishing inside, right? Like, they're, they're Justin Edwards, the first, what, three or four possessions, he just was coming in like a wrecking ball down the lane, mm-hmm. and he got down there and then just... You know, we get a little contact and lose control and that sort of thing. Th- that's the sort of feeling out process that we get with these teams that you just kind of live with early yep. on. And the nice part, though, TJ, that you mentioned just, you know, just a second ago with the turnovers is normally a high amount of turnovers and dumb doy-doy passes are mixed in there, too. And that, that that's not the case with this team.
1: No, it's it's not, and we were impressed with that in Canada and then the exhibition games. It's an unselfish team that can spread it around, and they're not overly careless with the ball. Uh, Boy, uh, how you figure out this guard rotation, anybody's guess is as good as anybody else's. And Roush, I would almost guarantee that that's going to be, oh, it's 1,000%, everybody. Hold on to your butts with this one. It's going to be a narrative all year when UK loses a game, needed to play Reed more. Whatever guards didn't play are the guards that needed to play more, and that's why UK will have lost is because you didn't play the right guards. It's going to be like that all year. And if UK loses in the tournament, it's going to be a Harrison Twins, Booker, Eulis 2.0. It'll be, well, Cal is just so loyal to DJ Wagner, but if you would have played Reed, it would have been better. Or he got too comfortable with Reed and he needed higher ceiling with the DJ y- I don't know what it's going to end up being but I and I don't know what Calipari does with it couldn't you make a case couldn't you make a case that UK's best backcourt is read based on what we've seen is Reed, Shepard, Rob Dillingham and Justin Edwards couldn't you make that case just from like an argument standpoint yeah. doesn't mean it's right but couldn't you make that case yeah, oh no definitely okay Well, Antonio Reeves, DJ Wagner, enjoy the bench, buddy. I mean, what? (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? Uh, It's pretty wild. You could make a case that the best best backcourt is Dillingham, Wagner, and Shepard. All right, Justin Edwards and Reed, like, what do we do there? Of course, I don't actually think that. But point being, you got options.
2: Here's another thing that we have to mention now before it is a thing. Cats have
1: had a lot of bad injury luck
2: lately, and they're they're having it in the front court right now, right? You, you yeah, can yeah, you know yeah. you can weather a uh, bump and bruise in SEC play. I mean, we had Kellen Grady playing point guard for a game, right? Last year, Antonio Reeves was playing point guard. Guy or two gets banged up and has some Mr. game or two. It's not as uh, disastrous, you know. You don't have to completely rearrange your entire offense and everything. Uh, just because one guy has to miss a game or two because he rolled his ankle.
1: It's a good point. That's a, And that's probably – I didn't, you know, want to go – but you're right. Like, with our injury luck, it's going to happen. It's nice to have that depth. But one – a couple things. One game, overreaction.
2: Ooh, 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 yes. Yes, overreaction.
1: I, I don't want – I don't want anything – I want Antonio Reeves being nothing but a complimentary piece to this offense. Ooh. Ooh. Is that, is that spicy, for ooh, him? Ooh. Yeah, so, I, I mean, but. I
2: feel yeah, like I'm being tough on him. No, but, no, but that, I mean, that's. You can make a case that, like, hey. But that's where he right, he's kinda at running. his best. He was six man of the year last year. Uh-huh. Like, he, he's good at playing off the wing. You kick it to him, and he blows right by his guy, or he hits a wide open three. Like, that's kind of how he functions within the offense
1: anyway. Totally agree with that. Every player that is going to get meaningful minutes, so, you know, Joey Hart, Canada, blah, 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 they're excluded. They have higher ceilings than Antonio Reeves. Does it mean they're better players right now? No, but they have higher ceilings. And secondly, as much as we love the dude, he shot you out of the NCAA tournament last year. Uh, I don't think that that's a norm for him, but like we also saw an exhibition game in Canada where shooting wasn't always on the money. He is a little bit unreliable in that regard. But point being, it's more so the potential of the other guys. And secondly, I think it's better for the offense. I think it's better for Reeves even if he's just the second, the third. Potentially, could you have a lineup when everybody gets healthy that he's maybe the fourth option? That's a good team. I just don't want it. I don't want Cal, and I don't think he will. And secondly, I think it helps too that he is just – Such a liability defensively. I mean, anybody can kind (laughs) of shimmy shake first step, get right by that dude. Right. right. I think that that probably plays into my brain a bit when talking about him. But no, he needs to get a lot of minutes. Uh, But I was thinking at times last night, it was really when Reed Shepard started to like go on that little run that he had. I was like, oh, I can see why Antonio Reeves wanted to leave. Like, I can see why he wanted to go be like Mr. Number One somewhere else because it's not going to be a Kentucky and it shouldn't be a Kentucky. But I could see why he wanted to maybe go to another college where he was going to have to be relied on. He does not have to be relied on and should not be relied on at Kentucky. He should be a complimentary piece and just seeing those other guards, like you gotta have Dillingham on the court. I'm, he is so good and he's only gonna get better with more confidence and more experience. I I, I think you got I think Dillingham's a better option as of today than Wagner is. And that's going to be again. It's going to be an annoying back and forth hot take thing, and I am contributing to it right now, so no. I am part
2: of the problem. You, you're the, you are the problem.
1: But a lot of options. I, we just don't need to get too reliant on Antonio Reeves. He needs to be in one of the afterthoughts in this offense. So there is a there is a early hot take, an overreaction, if you will. Do you boys have anything? <sighs> Something hot, something spicy, um, Scoots?
0: You're always good for a spicy take. I'm trying to think. I, I think I want to say I had one in, in my mind when I was watching the game last night, but I can't give me a minute to think about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you get you think about it. We can I, read some text. Soon. I did
0: I did like the five out stuff. I don't that's not a spicy take,
2: but just having
1: It just was fun to see.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm still though, like Kyle Tucker did the whole uh three pointers, free throws, and layups. And it's like I'm still just not like yes. But it's the first game. Like, let's, let's let these play out a little bit more I because think, it's very easy to go back to what you were doing.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think so much more than like Kyle Tucker's numbers are UK fans aren't dummies. Does it look fun? Are we enjoying the the pace? Are we enjoying the <laughs> right, style? Yeah, yeah. Are we enjoying what the options are offensively? And there's not a UK fan on the planet that would have watched last night and said like, "This is bad." Yeah. Right, now right. again, bad opponent. We know that it's going to get tougher against better defenses, but at least in in test number one, that was fun.
2: Oh yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun on the Thornton Six line mm-hmm. too. Five zero two four one four. Fourteen fifty. I know it seems like a minor thing, but the Central Bank logo is so bad. Even if a brand new court is required, it's embarrassing that Mitch hasn't made it happen yet. Um,
1: Yeah, we're getting on like beating a dead horse, broken record territory because everybody universally agrees with this stuff. But you just can't see that freaking court and not be like, this is a Mickey Mouse operation. This is Kentucky basketball. and it, there are grade school courts in the city of Louisville that are more appealing, and that's that's a fact. Saint Agnes you has a great one.
2: Why they're changing? They're not changing it this year, too.
1: So it's officially not going to happen this D- year. Dick
2: Gabriel, who's everybody was like conference for play, conference JMI play. I'd heard the Gonzaga game. It is part of the whole. I mean, it's the worst excuse I've ever heard. It was something to do with like the renovation at Rupp and the volleyball court install. That they couldn't change it.
1: Yeah, I heard that ex- explanation, but I didn't hear it for why that that was going. Like why to, does it have anything
2: to do with the basketball has court? Has
1: absolutely nothing to do nothing. with it. It it's the same thing as saying that you know it was a
2: we it, scoots couldn't make it today because it was Tuesday. It, it
1: was a milder summer. Yeah, that's was, why we're not going to get a new basketball
0: court. No sense.
1: No sense whatsoever. 30 NBA teams brought in new courts just like that. Every stupid little preseason tournament in the country. Barstool, they're doing a basketball event. This will be, I think, their second or third year doing a basketball event. Wow, they have a court. They can do that? But the University of Kentucky, the greatest tradition in all of college basketball, the all-time wins leader in college basketball, can't get a new court after like four years. And I remember the first people being like, that kind of looks bad. Mm -hmm. And everybody, like the checkerboards were, I didn't hate the checkerboards. I didn't have an issue with the checkerboards. I do feel like it was maybe a little forced of like, and today we are now the checkerboard school. Wasn't totally organic, but I didn't think they looked bad. And you started to get jerseys across the country of teams wearing UK's replica checkerboard jerseys, high school teams doing it and whatnot. Other colleges doing it and whatnot. So UK was kind of a trendsetter there. And then as soon as it was a trendsetter, UK just said, all right, we're out. We're moving on. We're done with the checkerboards there. But the, the blue block is just horrible. Yeah. It's, and even like, I don't know, it's just the whole Rupp Arena, like court atmosphere just looks very amateurish. Doesn't look anything what like an NBA court in like around also, the court looks like.
2: Two things about the NBA courts one,
1: oh, the in season tournament courts.
2: They couldn't come up with a name for the in season tournament? That was just the name they gave it?
1: Yeah. What Did you hear what player was it was? He was like, I don't know what this means. I just see that there's a little trophy next to some games. So I know they're different. I what player it was. Somebody, I think, on the Lakers. Or I mean, why don't, Did you see that, Scoots?
2: They no. couldn't call it, like, the Bird Cup. Or, you know, they were naming them after, great, like, the MJ Cup.
1: And, and the, the winning team gets a lock in the playoffs? Yeah. Why not just call it, like, the Bird Lock or something? Like, I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not having a take on it. But I, I
2: in the courts, anything. they look so. The Oklahoma City one, it made Boise State's look subdued. I mean, it, it was just so much, way too over the top. Just
0: fix
1: it, UK. That's all I care about. There there's my take. A texture says, "Gotta love big Papa John's logos on the table screens at the U of o games." What are the odds?
2: Also, wait, Papa John's is sponsoring Louisville again?
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, I wasn't sure if I knew that. Or I
2: not. Know, I've always found it weird that you.
1: It was always an interesting dynamic because you're the Yum Center. You're the Yum Center, and they sold Domino's. But Wait, they
2: sold Domino's.
1: Yeah, I thought it was just pizza. Hut. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Pizza, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. It's Pizza my, Hut. My, my, my bad. They sold Pizza Hut, but they also had Papa John's at the Yum Center. Yes, Boy, so, I, you know, like I, I know, I
2: know you don't want to like you have to sell the rights for him to be exclusive, but still, that it just uh, yeah, you're right. That feels weird.
1: I wonder w- how much old Papa John. John Schneider's given to UK and L Because he was a loyal friend to both universities. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he, his, he, he was, was still uh, in power. Yeah,
2: a reserved parking space with his name on it. There at the uh, University of Kentucky.
1: A texter says, Corey Price on my TV screen. It's a shame we couldn't have gotten a big roll call in there somewhere. Yeah, well, that's okay. I was just happy to see Corey Price on my TV screen. Yeah, Corey v- Price is a awesome dude, folks. And uh, he needs... Uh, he hears it probably a lot, but he probably needs to hear it more. And that was really nice what he did for Mr. Fink last night. I hope Mr. Fink had a great 90th birthday. What a way to spend it. Yeah. With Corey Price a Rupp Arena, eating Rupp Arena ice cream. They went and got dinner beforehand. Corey's a stand-up dude. I'm glad he got some TV time yesterday.
2: Yeah. It'll be fun talking to him about it Thursday. We
1: will, we'll, and we'll do some trivia. I, I bet I wouldn't be shocked if Mr. Fink wrote the questions himself. <laughs> Back in 1932.
0: Wouldn't be much different from Corey's. hey <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: uh, Texter says, this,
1: this UK team is fun. They're really, really fun. Texter says, Kentucky into the game on a 17-0 scoring streak. That'll do.
2: That'll do, pig. That'll do.
1: 29 three-point attempts, 17 assists, five players in double digits. This was a good first game. I totally agree.
2: Man, how nice is it, to just to be in here this morning and you can't it's so hard to have grandiose takes other than just, like, angry ones. But we're seeing the one side of it where it's like, oh, this is this is fun. This is kind of nice. It is. Yeah, you know, because uh, there, there's plenty of ways that you could have came out of that game just, like, gritting your teeth as a Kentucky fan. And that's we've experienced that so many times in, in recent years. So, yeah, good text, Texter. This was a good first game.
1: This team's going to beat Miami at Rep Arena, and that's going to be a fun day for UK basketball. It'll be a fun atmosphere for the folks that can go to that game. It'll be a fun, it'll be fun for the folks that are watching with their family or friends at home or at a bar. I think that's going to be a that's going to have a similar feel Roush, to I think the the UK UNC John Wall game at Rupp where it's like, "Okay, we're back. Like this is this is a good group. This is fun." I think you'll have that in the Miami game. Kansas is just tough. I mean, they are legitimately maybe the best team in the country. I do think Kentucky can give them a lot that they can handle. How much of this scoots, though, when we're having fun, it is only one game in. UK is going to play a team on Friday that A&M beat by 30, so it's going to be another easy win for Kentucky. But should UK fans be getting all that excited just because when your bigs come back, things are going to be different? Like It almost feels like this is one team. We'll eventually have another.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I was watching Big Z and Aaron on the bench last night, and they were both pretty engaged with what was going on on the floor. So I, I do think they're there mentally – They just got to get there physically. And, of course, with Big Z, he's got to get cleared by the NCAA. But, yeah, I mean, it it absolutely will make the team different. You asked me for a grandiose take earlier. My take last night when I was watching the game, I was thinking, you know, I just do not think Antonio Reeves is going to be the player that we saw last year. I think Antonio Reeves is going to have several good games, but I I really do not think he's going to be the team's leading scorer just because there's too much other talent out there and yeah. those those freshmen are gonna want to get theirs. You saw a little bit of that last night. I mean, they, they all want to get in the score sheet too. So I, I just don't think Antonio Reeves is gonna be the leading scorer. But yeah, you're right. Once once those bigs come back, it, it will be a different team. And to be honest with you, TJ, I wouldn't even be worried about Kansas. Whether you have those guys or not, which it doesn't look like you're uh, going to I but I mean exhibition I know it was just an exhibition, but Kansas got beat by Illinois. So Kentucky's got a shot to go in and beat Kansas.
1: I like your attitude. Of course, they do have a shot. I think Kentucky, at the end of the day, is the more talented team, but that more talented team in November may not mean as much as the more talented team if they were to meet again in March. I agree with you. I just, I do, I do think that it's going to be, it, Kentucky's going to be at their best when they get their bigs, but I do think there's going to be, all right, hey, this is fun. Friday is going to be fun. The Champions Classic, whether it's a win or loss, I bet there's going to be some moments where UK fans are optimistic about the big picture. And then I do think once you do get Bradshaw back, and John Calipari said yesterday that Bradshaw's still a week or two away from practicing. So that was an added caveat. Practicing. And that Ugunna was, what, a week or two behind him? I think is what he said. Which actually is maybe more optimistic about Ugunna than
2: yeah. You're yeah. gonna
1: get a week ago. So I'm not uh I'm not mad about the injury updates, oh, but I do think buddy. there's going to be this transition of like, hey, this team looks like this, insert bigs, ooh, and now uh we gotta kind of see how it all fits. That's gonna be interesting. Now that's probably gonna be in December. What does the schedule look like in December around that UNC game? Eh. Maybe it means we don't win that UNC game. Besides that though, what a you know, you're not losing to Louisville. And who else in December, you know, who else in the non weird when you say out of conference, it includes Gonzaga, but Gonzaga not being until February. Yeah, Yeah. but let's see in December. uh, Yeah, I mean, nobody that you're going to lose to except for maybe UNC November. Nobody, you're going to lose to except for Kansas and Miami. But that Miami game
0: is at home, and I already told you the Cats are going to win and look really good in that one. So I think UNC we're going to get a repeat of last year. I watched a lot of that game last night. They were not good. They are not good.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that myself, Scoots. Like, all right, so two years ago they go to the national championship game. Last year they were complete and total disasters after being of,
0: preseason number one.
1: This kind of feels like the make or break year here for Hubert Davis and. Then I remembered, you know what? He's not really all that good of a coach. Mm Because even though they did go to the national championship game, they were horrible that regular season. Yeah. They did it in a busted bracket, in part because of St. Peter's. But yeah, I I don't know. But they have a lot of talent. They have a ton of talent. So if if they don't do it, if Hubert if they stink again, then he's gone. Yep. Because they they've got too much talent. All right, we need to take our last break. Come on back and text on into the Thornton's text line. We're gonna read more of them to close out the show. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Bro- Kentucky basketball
2: Bro- is undefeated. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Where to play from? You mean from? From. Frisbee golf, Jerry! Golf with the Frisbee! Listen to the wind blow. Watch the sun Welcome
1: back, one final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio 96.1 FM fourteen fifty-eight. Yeah, AM. Easier said than done. Replay of the show. Nine to eleven, roll You can call. listen to roll call wherever he's writing a blog post. Scoots, unbelievable. Yeah, he's got things to do. He's a little he's thrown off this morning. <laughs> the the nineteen people at the game yesterday took the morning <laughs> took the morning off. So Roush is on morning beat. Yep. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line, and Salceritas is a great place in town to get some delicious Mexican cuisine. Cooked right in front of you at one of their two locations in Louisville, Middletown, or St. Matthew's. It is fresh. So fresh, they've got fresh in their name at Salceritas. Download the app. Save time, save money. Salceritas. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthew's. Perfect day for their patios. They have at both locations.
2: Did you see that uh, Jay Williams is coming back to do college basketball for ESPN?
1: No. Yeah. Did, he, did he leave?
2: Yeah, he was doing NBA. And really.
1: Well, I don't want him doing college basketball. I see, don't like Jay Williams at all.
2: See, that's the thing is, I actually kind of liked him before he went into the NBA, and then he just was a buffoon the whole time he did NBA, NBA stuff. So he what do you think he's going to do? He tried to be like do? a carnival so what, barker.
1: What do you think he's going to do for college basketball?
2: Oh, he's, he's going to be terrible. But I, that, I think that's my point, <sighs> is that, like, especially in sports media, there's, there's some sort of. Uh, notion that you have to just climb to the professional ranks that you like settling for college is bad you know we we see that a lot with sec network football personalities where they keep climbing on up and you're like well you could have just like mark marcus spears is one of those guys i wish would he would just would have stayed doing sec stuff um but jay williams is the perfect example of dude you actually had started to carve out a pretty good niche being one of the 10,000 dookies on ESPN, but like he was actually, I thought doing a decent job doing college basketball stuff. Then they put him on the NBA and he just starts becoming a, like he tries to keep up with Stephen A on first take and he just, he's a buffoon. And so now so well, I just,
1: to take business. I,
2: and now I can't, I can't, I can't, see him as anything other than just a big doofus. And it disappoints me. Cause I, 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 I genuinely liked him when he was doing college basketball analysis, uh, when he first got into the media biz. Um,
1: yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I've never loved him, but it does seem like maybe the NBA stuff clouded my judgment of him. So if he is getting back in the basketball college basketball game, I guess I'll give him a fair shake. But um and he, if and if he ends up being terrible, he joins a long list of terrible college basketball media personalities.
2: That's true. Yeah. It wouldn't be anything new. Uh I mean he said that Ime Udoko was the Celtics first ever black coach.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then he didn't he say he got his phone hacked? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because that's what people do when they hack phones. Yeah. They, they, just, they, they tweet out facts about, you know, that are just com- pat- ra- ra- race and race and sports.
2: But like just patently wrong, too. Because Bill Russell was the first black NBA coach and he was yeah, for the Celtics.
1: I know. It was just funny, though. You get like a stat wrong, whatever. <laughs> not great, but it is what it is. And then you double down on it, not by just being like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. I forgot about so and so. My phone was hacked with this inaccurate tweet.
2: He also, he did the thing that I love that some of these guys do, who just, some former players have inflated egos. RG3 did this with one of the recent uh, head coaching vacancies. No, no, it was the Jets quarterback thing, where he was like, well, if somebody gave me a call, you know, and it's like, dude, you haven't played football in three years, RG3. What are you talking about? Uh, Jay Williams did that with the Georgetown job. It's like, it's always been a dream of mine to coach a Georgetown. It's like, well, nobody ever thought you could coach a Georgetown Jay Williams. So keep dreaming, buddy. Uh, big time dingus, uh, but he's going to be back. Uh, hopefully, he's not terrible because we're going to be seeing him a lot this fall. Um, one person who you see a lot on TV too, is Kim Mulkey, strutting around, screaming, stomping. Louisville fans really just Man, do not they, like they, her. They hate her, and they. I mean, it was a great night for Louisville fans. They they won a basketball game with Kenny Payne as their coach, something they almost can never say, and then. Kim Mulkey steals one of their best players, Haley Van Lith, and then they lose by, like, 20 to on opening night to Colorado.
0: Sadly, Roush, I think Louisville fans were probably happier about LSU losing than their team winning.
1: Th- that's not hyperbole. That's factually true, Scoots. Then that's the embarrassment of U of L basketball right now, is they legit like I, I did. I saw more of like people and I, I love these folks as humans, but I saw more people in like my friend group posting about that than the actual U of L game. Which is you gotta be in a pretty dark place from a sports perspective if you're rooting for not even a rival women's basketball program losing an opening season game to a team that is not yours. While both of your teams were playing. Dorks. (laughs) That was weird. They got killed. You know, they got dominated.
2: Yeah. But it just, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um... Then on the
1: flip side... (laughs) Did you see Magic Johnson say that it, he saw the best basketball play he's ever seen in his life? Okay, in that South Carolina women's game.
2: All right. Did you see the play though?
1: It was a good play. It was, it was a, a great play. It was, aw- I, it was, it was probably we, the play of women's basketball for the year. But I,
2: I, I saw like they had the heights on, and wife and I were. I guess it was halftime of the Kentucky game that they showed it, and we were like, "Oh my god,
1: what did? How did she
2: do that?" It was it was an incredible highlight. They played a game over in Paris.
1: It was uh it was an awesome play. But he said it was the best move in all of basketball, including pros like LeBron, Steph, KD, Victor, and Jokic. But uh yeah, guess what? USC women's basketball. Still really, really good, if you can believe that. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. A texter on the Thornton's Tex Line says, Oh boy. Okay, hold on.
2: Oh, oh, a lot of scrolling.
1: Here we are. Uh, I lost every bet I placed and still ended the day with a smile. Cats have so much potential. Let's have a, a season, boys. You and me both. I, I feel the same way. Um, I didn't lose every bet because I did hit some of those player props, but uh, it was not a good gambling day. It's been a rough gambling few days, and I still – UK wins on Saturday, Packers win on Sunday, UK basketball gets the season started with a 40-point win on Monday. I am, Roush. I'm very happy. Normally we always have a little November heartbreak. Is that this weekend? Lose to Alabama and then lose to the Champions Classic on Tuesday. Maybe yeah, after, maybe.
2: Yeah, the back to back. Yeah, that's it.
1: Usually one though is like a real soul snatcher.
2: Yeah, but you probably I, I think our expectations are in check.
1: Maybe like a forty nine not nothing loss to Alabama. And well then no like, coincidentally like a thirty to nothing. like a thirty <laughs> It, 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 w- it would be
2: worse if Kentucky has like Alabama on the ropes and they bought it at the end. That that would be so heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that That, or you have a chance to win at the end, or Mm -hmm. give up some sort of game winner to Kansas. That would be the most backbreaking. We'll we'll
1: see. We're used to it, but in the meantime, you got to enjoy the good, and I'm enjoying the good.
2: We did get some clarity, if you want to call it that, on uh, Devin Leary.
1: Yeah, I wanted to get to that.
2: He can see clearly now. The rain is gone. (laughs) He can see all the obstacles in his way. Um, so. The way that it went down is first, Wani, uh, you got to be more specific when you're asking Stoops about injuries. You got to really back him into a corner here. He asked him if they were going to have uh, all hands on deck. Of course, Stoops said nothing. Like, we we're banged up. So it's was like, so Mark, uh, was it an eye? Was it a head? And he said, uh, this was his direct response to me. He was uh, having a hard time reading off the wristband at that moment. He can read it now.
1: He I mean, got a concussion. So, a good, good for UK. <laughs> good for UK. All the other schools do this. Well, you know, is it good for UK to try to potentially hide a concussion? I don't know. That's between Devin Leary and his doctors. But UK... <laughs> looks like UK's playing the game, Roush. Whether it's good or not, I'll, I'll, I'll erase my commentary from the podcast there, Scoots. But... His health is between him and his doctors, Roush. We don't need concussion protocol in twenty twenty three. Oh man, I'm joking. But but it, the dude is concussed, and it sounds like they're going to try to play him against Alabama. What do you want? What what more do you want people to say?
2: Well, if it was minor enough that he thought he was good enough to play, um, you know, I don't know why a concussion would have to keep you out for a week, right? I mean, yeah, it's but, just your brain. But, like, the, the time I suffered a concussion, I, two days later, I felt fine. Like, it was, you know, I'm sure that's how it is for a lot of people. Some that families have say that rewards.
1: Roush never really fully recovered. <laughs> that's when he started whispering at the end of his sentences. I
2: started hearing people. <laughs> coming in through the radio show so.
1: <laughs> let's talk about our wellness <laughs> if you didn't listen to the beginning of krc this morning keep the yeah, replay that, on that is like the first five minutes of today. so like when the clock you know when it's nine keep us on because we hear we hear voices <laughs> don't forget d plus off season for cal it's going to be a hell of a year and we got some dogs go cats that's from Artie. let's go artie oof, oof, oof. oh and the thing is artie if it does go the way that we all want it to go, and I think the way that we think it should go, it's going to be an obnoxious fan base. It's going to be an obnoxious fan base. The biggest thing that jumps out to me is the extra passing and the unselfishness with this group with so much talent and it being this early, that is a very encouraging to see. I agree. It's not really all that surprising, though, because we saw it in Canada. We saw it in the exhibition games, but it is still the way ahead of schedule. And it does make you think, like, Roush, where are they going to be in March? You know, what will this chemistry and cohesion look like with an additional five months of basketball? Good. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) It's seriously laughable to think that we've had Severe Wheeler and Devin Askew as our guards in the past when looking at this roster full of guards. Like, these guys aren't in the same stratosphere as Wheeler and Askew while the staff actually thought that that was acceptable. (laughs) Uh, it, it, you know, missing when you're recruiting freshmen and you're recruiting the best of the best, it's uh, you can't the, miss. the stakes are high, yeah. and when you do miss, you see you see what happens.
2: Yeah, and you know, just because a guy puts up good numbers at another place doesn't mean he's a good point guard.
1: That is a we learned that lesson, mm-hmm. and I think again, a lot of times Cal a little too reactionary. Well, this was bad the last couple of years, and I'm going to make sure it's not bad again. Well I think Cal just let's get back to my roots let's just get the best of the best available and we'll I don't need to be reactionary to something that happened the year before uh, let's just get the best players and we're back to that baby our elite speed and transition will make this season a treat to watch and then you know you can learn only so much sometimes in cupcakes and coaching coaches talking and, and all that you always can't you can't take too much away from it but the New Mexico State, head coach, the first thing him saying is talking about how elite this team is in transition. That, that I mean, even if you're the head coach in New Mexico State, and I don't really know his background, my buddy or a guy I went to high school with is an assistant coach on their staff. It was cool seeing him at Rupp Arena. We went to a couple games at UK together, and uh, so it's cool seeing him on the bench. I bet that was a cool moment for mm-hmm. him. But like these people are around basketball. They know basketball. They've seen basketball. And for them to go out of their way and bring that up As like, oh my gosh, this team in transition. Transition had been lacking for the Cats. Yeah. Rim protection and transition. And TBD on rim protection. But transition, Roush, we're back in a big way.
2: Yeah, and I thought New Mexico State did a good job early on. But that getting back... But it's a forty-minute game, you it, know, and it, it wears on you when you run like that. And it it gosh, just does.
1: I love the effort of this team. Again, I know we're getting like early, and it's a game against New Mexico State. But like the diving on the floor, the saving the ball out of bounds, just poking everything forward because you trust one of your guards getting ahead or getting behind the now defense. But just a brief moment ago, they were offense. It's it's a good group, guys. It's a good and gals. It's a good group. As far as I'm concerned, L winning tonight was 100% bad for the program. If I'm a UVL fan, I'm openly cheering for losses every single game. The more meaningless wins Kenny gets, the more excuses he gets to continue coaching longer. A waste of time when all they know the end result will eventually get him yeah, fired. Yeah, but I, I feel like this is... And I I can't do that. No, yeah. I mean, this is... If I'm a UK fan, I am che- I cannot cheer for UK to lose. This is like cheering for a team that's tanking in you the don't, NFL. You don't, you you, don't get you, a draft pick in college basketball. Right. And Kenny Payne's getting fired after this year. Exactly. They, like, there's not, they're, they're needed... Even BC had 93 points against them yesterday. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're
2: bad enough to fire him. Yeah. Don't, don't be... I agree. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, I just, and I have got some U friends that are like, they are, I, they said, I hope we don't win a game until they fire him. Uh, I couldn't do that. And they're, oh they're, yeah.
2: And, and also I had a friend who's like, if they lose, he should be fired by noon tomorrow. That's not going to happen. So, you know, wishing for it does nothing for you.
1: I don't think it's impossible. He is not the head coach at the end of the season.
2: Right, but to act like they were going to fire him after the first game and he didn't win, which correct. Uh, you know, lot,
1: yeah. LOL at Cal saying we're playing random, like it's a new sophisticated scheme he came up with. Just say we're playing pickup basketball, Cal. We play, we pay almost a hundred million a year for pickup basketball. Hilarious. Oh, suck down on some farts, Texter. Yeah, and yeah. I mean that. Do yeah. it.
2: Jack wrote a really long feature about it. I got, uh, I I got some of the way through it. But there's it's a lot. Uh, uh, but it, he talked to a lot of guys about this in particular. That's like the John Welch philosophy. You all, Cal Is said, don't let him be
1: predictable. Cal said he did a tweak at halftime. Like, why are you all? Why are you? Why are you still getting triggered by the stuff that that dude's saying?
2: <laughs> you're telling on yourself.
1: You are. You're just telling on yourself. <laughs> you're just
2: trying to get mad at him over something.
1: It's the first game, but DJ and Reed showing potential to be elite on ball defenders. That's a great point. They were, and I mean, let's not stealing him as well. Uh Reed creating turnovers while remaining in the guarding position, not having to make the high risk move you used to see from Hagans.
0: Man, Reed steals last night. That guy was everywhere. He's going to be a fan it. favorite for sure.
1: Well, he already is and he's just good. Like yeah. he's just really really good. It's not like the token white guy that you just want to jack up the threes here and there. Like he may at times need to be UK's lead point guard cuz he's so steady and talented. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. That was a great get for Cal. By the way, Travis Perry announcing his decision Sunday ain't going to be Kentucky.
2: It's not. Who's it going to be? I uh, don't know. It's but it's not going to be Kentucky. Kentucky's finalist. I thought I w- w- there's no Purdue or Indiana on there. I thought I, I was told he was going to a Big Ten school, and there are no Big Ten schools on there. I would. Is guess, it going to be Ole Miss? I would, Chris Beard. I would guess Ole Miss. Yeah, because that's the only one I saw on there that I was like, why would he go anywhere else but Kentucky?
1: By the way, if you're Travis Perry and like Ole Miss basketball is maybe starting to heat up. Four years in Oxford, or three years, or however long. Oh yeah, not bad. It wouldn't wouldn't be bad.
0: He'll fit right in in the
1: growth. Really we won't even be able to recognize him. Oh no,
2: yeah, nobody really cares until you're good, and then you can still. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's that's not that's not a bad place to be.
1: Didn't he leave the floor after a tangle under the basket? Post game said maybe it was a concussion, not confirmed though. Shannon O'Bannon. So yeah, probably a concussion, and Cal's just saying headaches. Concussions hot in the streets in Lexington.
2: Very hot in the streets. Very very hot in the streets. Uh, hey, Nick, your Colts are going down this Friday. Uh, suck at Spencer County.
1: Yeah. Are the Colts actually going down? I don't know. St. next Trinity. Spencer County. By the, the way, I'll give away day. tickets to that game on Friday, which kind of makes me sad. They were given to me, but like people who are going to that game probably just couldn't get tickets. So if you need them, just let me know. We'll Wait, so them
0: where does the postseason game take place? At one of their studios? Trinity. It's oh, okay. very
2: rare that we get the on-campus. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: and they're they're well out of
2: tickets. Do we know when the First last time they played like on
1: campus was? An hour and a half. I don't know if they did once during COVID or not. They maybe played at St. X once. Yeah. Could be making that up though.
2: But um, yeah, should be should be a doozy.
1: Mitchell, DJ, Rob, Reed combined for 14 assists, one turnover, and eight steals. Oh my heavens. <laughs> How about Trey? You know, he's got a good knack for poking the ball away. Yeah. He's one of those, like, kind of annoying bigs. I will say, is there, I know Stephen Peake's got this big thing with the basketball. Does it seem like UK, like, the ball slips out of their hands more at Rupp Arena than anywhere else? Seems like it's always like a hot potato situation. Right, Keep right. an eye on it on Prada. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, it's, it seems like they, it's like a wet ball or something. What's up with KSR sponsoring competing betting apps? What's Nick's favorite betting app?
2: Well, there's uh, iHeart. They do the radio show.
1: More than one fast food restaurant, and,
2: too. And um, the website is FanDuel. So, yeah, that's how it works. Two separate entities.
1: Yep, I've gotten so sick of the cow Can't Coach KSR radio show segment of our fan base. They are so annoying. Their narrative is constantly changing. Hopefully, we shut them the hell up with number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. The Beatles.
0: I don't, I don't get the Beatles, though. So. That's because TJ didn't sing it right. How do you sing it, Scoots? I don't know. I'm not familiar. (laughs) I just know you didn't do it right. I just thought it
1: was a fun chant. (laughs) They don't care what we think about the court. Uh, That's correct. Yeah, that's you. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. Not sure if they still do, but Papa John's had a deal that required Louisville to allow the vendor spot at every stadium, even if competitors got the naming rights. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's still the case either, but that is accurate. Well, especially because they, they were selling
2: Papa Murphy's at the football stadium.
1: They weren't allowed to sell pizza, though, at the Yum Center. I think Pizza Hut had the right to pizza, but Papa John's could sell breadsticks. So funny. Which, by the way, genius move if you're at a cold-weather sporting event. Get breadsticks and just use them as like hand warmers. Not the breadsticks themselves, but the the container that they come in. Yeah, always a good move. Always. Uh, I love that the commercial break when they kept the camera on the three big guys for a long stretch.
2: Uh, I don't know if I remember that. Yeah.
1: Ohio's voting on marijuana legalization today, and we here in Kentucky might elect a, formal, a former Cardinal football player who will make sure we will never have weed. Go vote. Go Cats. Well, I mean, Bashir, you're not getting weed. Yeah, you're not. With, you're with just Bashir. not getting weed in you're not getting. But let's hope Ohio does it. Yeah, that'd be cool. And that being said, you never know in Kentucky. If, if the right Republicans get the right financial incentive, Roush, you never know. Yeah, money's got to talk. Old Damon Thayer started pushing sports gambling really quick all of a sudden. <laughs> He used to be pretty quiet on it. He says he's always been for it. But he, at minimum, he was always very quiet on it. And then all of a sudden, he was very vocal. Um, so if you get the right people in place, you never know. But good luck to Ohio. I'll be I'll be monitoring that. Um, football is officially over, except for hoping to beat Louisville. Go Cows, Cats!
2: I'm going to still... Enjoy well, the football game.
1: I would. Yeah, I'm excited for Saturday. I mean, going to be you, a good atmosphere. You,
2: you don't have enough bandwidth to cheer for two teams, and buddy, you sure. They got the
1: South Carolina game too. Seven thirty. They're going to be doing – sandstorming with thir- the sandstormer. Yeah, that's that guy's going to be there.
2: Yeah, he's going to push the button on his DJ. I think, hey,
1: folks, we got to stop making such a big deal about game times. It, it's kind of loser mentality. You sound soft. Wait, are people like uh, we Matt, get our games at noon, but on the road they're at night?
2: It sounds. Uh, is any?
1: I think some of the U.K. team on the road enjoy night games. Yeah. You know? I also that Missouri, Was that Mississippi State game tougher because it was do, that night? Do,
2: do Kentucky fans really want to wait around to play Alabama at night?
1: Yeah, and secondly, it's going to be a good atmosphere to Alabama. If, in if November,
2: games, you want to play games in the day and, because it's sunny. And it's going to be warmer. It's going to be mid-50s and sunny. Yeah, they're, It's going to be a, delightful you, Saturday at Kroger Field. You just get a ton of wine in. Oh yeah. People always love the one.
1: Excuse, put your GD finger down or I'm going to go stick it <laughs> up. You just
2: break it and shove it right up here. He your...
1: literally just does this.
0: He just I mean, it's bad radio, but Rush, you see what
1: I'm doing? No, he's like, just waving
2: the, like he's Dikembe Mutombo. Tumbo.
0: I, I just need you to know that or I just need to know that you've acknowledged
1: A texter says, Kirby, update, Dillingham, DJ are finding a way to work together in the backcourt. I mean, gosh, you got some all-time bad takes on the line. And I think yesterday was the first time we start putting some ingredients together and we like what's going to be bacon, but we still need to let it bake. And once we pull it out of the oven, we're going to slam Jeff Goodman's face right in it. (laughs) Field of 68 clowns are going to get it this season. Um, All right, that was a fun, fun show. We're out of time. You get it done tonight, Scooch? Do they cover the 12 and a half? Oh, yeah, they cover. All right, Scoots, Who wins? Who's the governor of Kentucky in the morning?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Andy Bashir. Well, that's because that you wouldn't.
1: Uh, the inauguration isn't in for months, so good call. <laughs> <laughs> he will be the governor of Kentucky in the morning. Wow,
2: Scoots, You're not gonna vote for him, though. You no. must be an Indiana resident <laughs> or nope. something.
1: Anything voting for Indiana
0: today? I don't know. We gotta go though. Oh, well, you know, we can take our time.
1: Everybody have a great <laughs> Tuesday. Go okay. out and vote. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big X Sports Radio.